0: Welcome to Get Behind Fanny, a podcast dedicated to the behind-the-scenes stories of the music, the members, and the musicians influenced by the rock group Fanny, the godmothers of women who rock. Big ending. And welcome, fellow rockers, to the, the Get Behind Fanny Podcast World. We'll dive into the world of the 70s rock group, Fanny. I am your host, Byron Wilkins, and joining me on these audio adventures is none other than drummer Alice DeBure. Hello, Alice.
1: Hi, Byron. Now, I know (laughs) that uh, uh, people know me as the drummer for Fanny, and Mm -hmm. they don't know me as a podcaster, so this is new to me. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have some really fun conversations, finding out... uh, secrets maybe who knows (laughs) but uh i'm glad to be here and i'm glad we're putting this together so thanks oh
0: yeah well cool and also joining us is Dr. Kristen Hilaire-Glasgow, or Dr. K, as we call her. Say hello, Kristen.
1: Hello, Byron. Hello, Alice. Hi, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> we're, calling, we're calling Kristen Dr. K now because she just got her Ph.D. from UCLA, and it was a long haul, but Kristen is uh, the daughter of our former manager, Roy Silver. And mm-hmm. so Byron and Kristen and I are working really hard to put together some fun times for everybody. Yeah, Absolutely. Cool.
0: Yeah, and and all, well, anyway, so yes, sorry. As I, <laughs> I blank out <laughs> for time to time. I'm 63 and I go, hmm, oh, yeah, hello. I drank too much in the, in the college. Anyway, well, I want to start off uh, a cool feature of the podcast that we're going to do every time. And this is uh, the questions of the week that you all will submit to uh, the Fanny social media accounts out there. And we're starting off with the hashtag Ask Alice. And uh, Dr. K, what questions do we have for Alice this time?
2: We actually have a bunch already, and it's very exciting. Please keep writing in to us so that we can have Alice answer these questions. But I want to start off with Joanna, or JoJo. She tweeted in to you, Alice, what band or artist inspired each member of Fanny the most? And do you think they had a massive impact in the band's original sound, the way you Mm -hmm. played your instruments, and the overall vibe of the band? And then she said, X, big love from the U.K., Thanks, Jojo.
0: UK. Yeah. All right.
2: Cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jojo, I can only speak to um, the drummers who influenced me. Uh, music, it was obviously Beatles uh, uh, at the, in my early playing. Um, but as far as drummers, Ringo Starr, Charlie Watts, uh, LeVon Helm later, Bernard Prudy, who was a phenomenal uh, drummer. I mean, he could hide the downbeat. And you didn't know where that whole measure started it took me hours trying to figure his drumming out and the other drummer that uh, I really like is B.J. Wilson from um, Procol Harum.
2: Ooh, so Procol Harum, sorry yeah <laughs> don't be sorry I love, I know Procol-, that, but, I love I mean, Procol
0: Harum. no really, I do
2: <laughs> I do too well so Alice just to open that up a little bit how was had when you learned how to play how old were you were you playing oh. in your bedroom at home which were your parents cool with this what was going on
1: Well, I was um, a sophomore in high school, Mm -hmm. I think, um, in '64. Yeah, 1964, and I was not into rock and roll at all. I had started playing drums in school in second grade, and (laughs) snare drum, bass drum, cymbals—you know—all individually. I'd never played on a full set, and uh, the Beatles were on the radio, and I was sitting on the floor with my feet up against the stairs going up the upstairs and I had a brass platter that my mom had and some pots and pans and the stairs were my bass drum and my hi-hat and (laughs) I would play along you know to the radio and my eldest sister Abby said daddy you have to buy Alice a set of drums so he did he bought me this um I think it was fifty dollars it was a bass drum a tom-tom a snare drum a floor tom I don't even know if it had a floor tom actually and a couple of cymbals but hmm. and that's wow. what I taught myself to play
2: do you remember the first song you played along to
1: oh gosh no uh-huh hmm. i do not
0: those brain cells are long dead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It's still such a great image though of you sitting there on the steps playing. I love that. So, cool. so let's yeah. get to cloud nine who also tweeted in. Um, I love this. It says, I hope Alice sees this for the podcast. My first concert March of 1973 was in little rock Fanny warmed for Chicago. So they were the first rock mm-hmm. band I ever saw take stage. I watched and listened in amazement. Can you re- recollect on that tour, please? And then
1: added, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, Cloud9, um, I wish I knew what your real name was, because then I could call you by name. But that tour was an incredible tour for us because it was arenas. Um, and we hadn't played straight arena gigs um we had played some arenas opening. I mean, we opened for Jethro Tull at the Forum in L.A., and we opened for bands in Europe in arenas, Germany in particular, with uh, Slade. Uh, we we traded off head billing every other night, as I recall it. Um, but Chicago was they were great. They were great guys, and they would watch us from the sides of the stage, um, and just true like any other uh, most of the other male musicians that we ran into, they were just excited that they could talk rock and roll with women. Um, It was, it was very cool. Uh, Nothing, uh, nothing, there wasn't any, we weren't condescended at all. You know, we were treated like musicians, rock and rollers. So it was cool.
2: Did, did they ever at, did Chicago ever ask you to join them on stage when they were playing?
1: Oh gosh, no, that wasn't done. Hmm.
2: Because it's done now, which is interesting. You know what I mean? Just how how it all changes, evolves.
1: Yeah. No, it, uh, it it it. We we did our set, went off. They did their set.
2: Way cool. I remember Alice. You had said to me that you were surprised that you weren't that all of you weren't booed. Can you talk a little oh, bit no, about what that meant?
1: I wasn't surprised. Um, we were never booed. Uh, in, I, I never in a single gig that I played was Fanny booed. There were a couple of times we had audiences that didn't know what to do with us. One was in Illinois, mid state Illinois, mm-hmm. that just kind of sat there on their thumbs, like the, you know, mouths <laughs> agape. But, um, <clears throat> on a tour like that, where somebody is paying top dollar to see a band like Chicago, the opening act isn't usually that well received it's like Mm ho-hum you know and we were really well received the fans i think the fans were not prepared to like us i don't think they knew who we were but they liked us and showed us their appreciation that's fantastic yeah it was cool way cool mm-hmm.
0: and so, speaking and so hang on and speaking as a person who was born in southern Illinois
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we do sit on our thumbs quite a bit because there's really not much else to do down there so yeah. I mean you know it's corn growing hello yeah, yeah. that's it so that's, I think that's, it was well that's, <laughs> oh, that's not oh Joliet well that's not downstate that's near Chicago hey and well, at least you said at least you said it right it wasn't Joliet was Joliet yes <laughs> Joliet, Joliet. <Yeah>. Roosevelt <laughs> Roosevelt yes anyway. yeah yeah yeah. Well, I I know most people consider anything outside of Chicago downstate. And Joliet's only about 30 miles, you know, uh, south well, of Well, as there.
1: A, as I recall, yeah. it was Joliet and because Okay, and I'm not
0: surprised cuz Joliet people are not the brightest.
1: Yeah. Well, it was it was mostly um I think it was at a at a college there.
0: Do oh, we yeah. have a Joliet college? Junior Joliet Junior College, Joliet right. Junior College. Yeah.
1: And the prison is there. Yes. Right. And it oh, wasn't yeah. for the prison. So, and they just, (laughs) they sat on the floor through the concert and almost, I mean, we never had people sitting in concerts for more than, you know, a couple minutes. Once we started our show, uh, our set, uh, people were up and moving and dancing and, and like, oh my God, this is so much fun. You know, people did have a lot of fun with Fanny.
0: Yeah. Well, and the people from Joliet, please don't send me letters. I'm Or me. That's right. And it was me that said, oh, Juliet people are not the smartest. And they actually, I shouldn't say that. That's just kind of a...
1: Yes, we anyway, know.
0: A suburban thing. All
1: right.
0: Hey, I can... I can take it as well as dish it anyway. Oh, and you yeah. had another question, Kristen. I'm sorry. It,
2: it was, Actually, this was not a question, but I just loved the commentary and I wanted to see, Alice, if you wanted to say something about it. So our wonderful now Fanny Rock's uh, friend, Michael DeAngelis, on his wonderful show, Once Upon a... Once there was a note. There once was a note. There once was a note. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Michael DeAngelis, there once was a note, which he was so kind to ask Alice to reflect on her five favorite songs, and he's going to play them in length. It's wonderful. But there was a great commentary from a woman named Elisabetta Happy Betty Felice, or Felice, not sure how to pronounce it. Mm -hmm. Um, And she wrote, I have always been a very big fan of Fanny, one of the best bands ever, not girl band, simply band Mm -hmm. with amazing arrangements and harmonies portobello's used to perform the fanny version of hey bulldog which is fantastic and then she said thank you michael de for this terrific news looking forward so do you want to talk a little bit about hey bulldog
1: um sure uh it was obviously it was a Beatles song uh richard brought it to the band uh richard was instrumental in most of the covers that we did and we would do one or two covers on each album and Hey Bulldog was one of them. And we liked it. Uh, we did get permission to add, from the Beatles, to add a third verse, which some people really tear us apart for. But, um, and we just turned it into every, every cover that we did. I think that we flavored it with Fanny. You know, we it put definitely... our take on it. It wasn't, we didn't try to copy note for note or bass line for bass line or drum part for drum part. You know, Um And Hey, Bulldog was this kind of unknown Beatles song. You know, we're not going to do, you know, Help or Yesterday or one of those Beatles songs. (laughs) So uh, it gave that song a little bit more visibility and it was our take on it.
2: And for those that don't know this, Alice is referring to Richard Perry, who was the band's uh, producer on the first three albums. Correct. Correct. And we will be talking much more in depth about the first four albums and including producers, et cetera. So. Okay.
1: Right. Wonderful.
2: Cool. So that's what we have right now, Byron. Yeah.
0: Okay. And, um, and I was a fan of Hey Bulldog, uh, cause I was a, obviously being, you know, the age I am, uh, you know, being a teenager in the early seventies and all that jazz going to high school and jazz at that time. Um, I, I knew of the song, uh, and I liked it a lot. Uh, it was one of the few songs on um yellow submarine that i re- actually liked hmm. uh, that and the george wow. song uh all all too much anyway um mm-hmm. and so but when you guys uh put that out i was floored me too because it was like damn this is better i mean and, it, and i know you know we're and i try to be as uh you know <laughs> try not to be over the top with fanny uh, fandom here but damn it was a good song and it's just like Wow, yeah, a I, little out I, I, of water. We really did. I,
1: I think that we made it our own. That's for sure. Yeah, and you
0: did. No, you did. I've, you did.
1: Yeah, and I've and I've been trying to respond to um, comments on YouTube, um, which takes forever. First, you got to find it, the video, and then you've <laughs> got to get down to the, you know, five hundred comments on "Ain't That Peculiar." But it's there bad was bad. a <laughs> thank you, Byron. There was a um, a, a running debate on youtube that you know how dare you say they it's better than the beatles version and and it's like you know well it's i don't think anything's better or worse it's just different it's very original it's so original too. it wasn't
0: original take on it it really was it
1: really was we never i did i never thought of myself as trying to be the beatles doing that song well
0: yeah yeah trust me yeah yeah my head but if I had to pick which one I'm going to listen to, it'd be yours. Yeah, <laughs> oh, without a doubt. <laughs> no, really. And, I just the same and way. the Beatles song, and there's nothing wrong with the way the Beatles did it too. It's just I like your version better because yeah, as you said, you you made your own take on it and all that. Yeah, and I just and and hey, Bulldog was ignored. It got cut from the film. Um, and I re um uh, the Yellow Submarine film. The, yeah, it actually had an animated sequence to it, and I just purchased it. The new film, they remastered it, and they put that sequence back in.
1: Oh, fantastic! And I,
0: and I purchased it just for that reason, because I do like the song.
1: You're going to share? And it was
0: cool. What's that? Are you going to share? Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> do I get to borrow oh. it? Oh. <laughs> Jeez. We're not supposed what to talk about those things on the air. No, we don't share videos. <laughs> no, no, no. But yes, I'll share it. I'll be <laughs>
1: yeah, well, that's why I don't I don't stream music. I don't download music from iTunes yeah. um, or Anybody, unless it's only a single available, because no. I know how little money musicians get from oh, yeah. all of those streaming services. So yeah. I buy full CDs, even if there's only yeah. one song on the CD that I like, I'm going to yeah. buy the full CD.
0: That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, well, everybody can take that to, to heart because, yeah, you guys make nothing on those. Uh, you told me yeah. the, the percentage. It's like, what? And yeah, 0. Like, 0.0004. Peter Frampton made, what, 50 grand off of like 10 million plays or something like that? You know? Yeah. <laughs> or not even that, five right. grand. I forget what the number was. It was a really small number for a huge number of plays. It was I like $7,000, Byron. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. There yeah. it is.
1: So yeah, support was- your support your favorite musician by, sure, if you want to download their music, buy the CD once in a while, too. And mm-hmm. the other thing is that the record industry is working as hard as they can, just like the video industry, to get rid of physical uh, inventory mm. you know they want to kill the dvd they want to kill cd's they want yeah. cuz they don't have to spend any money to uh, you know it's sure. like here send the code and it's streaming and yeah. but the sound is not the same
0: Definitely no, it's not. not no, know. MP3s are not the, Well, we could argue about the vinyl versus CD, because I'm an audiophile, yeah. and yeah. Um, and I'm not real thrilled with CD sounds sometimes. But um, yeah, but no, the MP3s as you download now, they're not they're they're okay for the headsets and all that. But if you really want to listen to music, yeah, buy the vinyl or buy the CD. Yeah, you
1: know. and speaking of vinyl, and, Byron. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Real Gone Music is reissuing the first Fanny yep. album on vinyl. And it is scheduled for, I think, a June 26th release yep. date. And yeah. they have a pre order thingy up on their site today. So, realgonmusic.com. Um, they're going to, I think, the first 700 of their copies are white vinyl.
0: White vinyl, yeah. Which yeah. Is cool. And then
1: um, Vinyl Me Please, which is a, uh, another site that sells vinyl only, they're going to have exclusive to them. Um, an orange and blue splattered disc
0: which Ooh. is mind blowing when you see it it's like wow wow yeah <laughs> no it's like i what did i smoke holy crap you know because it is pretty cool <laughs> and all that and all that and the uh, link for real uh, real gone is up on the facebook page and we'll get it up on twitter and all that stuff yeah. uh, later on
1: yeah Definitely. Byron, i think that we should mm-hmm. probably let everybody know um where we are on Twitter and Instagram and uh, sure. website and stuff. If you want to, I don't I have it go over in that front if you of like. me. Could you do that?
0: I do have all of them. Um, let's see here. On Twitter, it's at Fanny. Oh, no, excuse me. Can I read today? Rocks underscore Fanny at, on Twitter. On Instagram, it's Fanny Rocks underscore 1970. On Facebook, it's Fanny Rock Band. And on YouTube, yay, we finally got Fanny Rocks. And of course, cool. you can drop by fannyrocks.com and all the links are there too, up in the header and the footer. So you can find us there. Cool. There cool. we all and, are.
2: Right. And just to let everybody know that if you're reaching out to Twitter, I am basically fielding questions and answering things to pass on to Alice mm-hmm. and the other band members, which we'll again talk about in more depth. But uh, please reach out. We're loving hearing from you, and Alice sees right. everything. So. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. If we get emails or anything, I, I pass it along to her. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, I don't want to talk to them. No,
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, never. Nah, she she replies <laughs> yeah. to everybody.
0: Well, she replies the, to everybody. I'm whole, very impressed.
1: The whole goal of the of the podcast is there. There has been over the last couple of years. I mean, I I've spent ten or twenty years now trying to keep the name Fanny alive. But in the last couple mm-hmm. of years, Fanny has gained a lot of new fans, mostly from the Beat oh, Club yeah. video but um the podcast is a place where you know june and Jean will be able to answer questions and hopefully we'll be able to get nikki to answer some questions mm-hmm. and um i mean it's a whole thing fanny it's not just alice it's Fanny. right and i want yeah, it's everybody- all things fanny absolutely yeah.
0: yep. So yep cool. cool to bring that up because we'll have more yeah i'm doing my best to get uh, nikki to answer some questions once we get some qu- nikki questions and all yeah. that so and all that so you're be, the connect uh, be- well, yes. And uh, do we want to go over why we're uh, the three of us ended up here on the podcast, or we just want to move on and mosey on?
1: No, <laughs> I know. I think that's great. It. I think okay. we can wrap it up. Okay, you can run. <laughs> you know, <I> really mind. <laughs> okay.
0: I asked two questions there. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think I think we can we'll wrap up why we're doing we'll the podcast. I think we've talked about, um, okay. you know, and sure. if we need to next time uh, reiterate why we're doing we the are. podcast. Um, yeah. then we will. But yeah. the okay. main thing is that we want our fans. I mean, the only reason I ever got on Facebook was so that fans, fanny fans could reach me because yeah. they wanted to. I mean, mm-hmm. we were, Byron and I started working on the website. He had it. And then he and I connected and we worked it differently. And I get this mm-hmm. email from Angela Tapp. And I said back, is this the same Angela Tapp whose mother knit me those multicolored socks? She said, you remember? <laughs> well, Angie and I now, um, we Skype almost every day. And I spent, my wife and I, Gloria, went to France in 2018 and spent a month in the countryside with Angie just being, not touring and castles and chateaus or just hanging out. And it was absolutely one of the best trips that I've taken in my cool. lifetime.
2: Well, yeah. and go ahead. Sorry.
1: Mm-hmm. I was done. <laughs> no, I, was, <laughs> I
2: just wanted to add that the one thing, if we can put this in there, and I know, Byron, you're going to edit, right? But I do think what we should end with whether it's you or me saying that the podcast is the idea that we'll be sharing memories from all the band members, digging deep into Mm -hmm. the lyrics of the songs Fanny and and what they wrote, looking how the albums were produced, recorded, share what instruments and equipment were used by the group. And as you said, take a virtual road trip as we look into the life on the road for a touring rock band in the early 70s.
1: Well, I think that Kristen, Mm -hmm. I think you just said it. (laughs) And I think that Byron can take that yep and place it
0: great well it's already the, yep hey, it's there you know I, it, we're, it it is what it is man
1: yeah <laughs> okay great that's how
0: great. that's how we deal with these things and you know we're a little loose on the podcast that's the way it should be it's it, kind of like you exactly. know we try to be somewhat structured here not just banter but you know it's like hey we're gonna take it on all that I, I, don't, mean, we,
1: I don't like structure byron I just want I know to shit chat. well
0: you're a drummer you should like structure <laughs> And I'm a I'm a bass player. We form the whole, you know,
1: <laughs> yes. bottom
0: line that everybody else goes crazy on. And we're okay, we're still back here.
1: That's where I want to be. I never wanted to be any place but down on the bottom, laying down that beat. Drum solos, no yeah. thank you. Oh yeah. No thanks. Well,
0: they're boring anyway.
1: Yeah, they are. <laughs> they I'm are. sorry.
0: You know, love you as a drummer, but man, drum solos are boring. I I agree. That's usually I, where where the rest of the band goes out and gets drunk or whatever it yeah. goes back <laughs> yeah. on. And it's like, yeah, here, here's your five minutes. We're going to go get high. All <laughs> right. Well, speaking of getting high, well, <laughs> but anyway, I'll just wrap up saying, uh, don't forget to, uh, ask questions, uh, with the hashtag ask Alice on our social media, particularly Twitter. That works well there and on Instagram. And we'll just wrap it up saying, keep on rocking and we'll have more in the next episode. <laughs>